It's party time. My golf story brought to you by Party Drinks. Classically designed golf drinks for golfers by golfers. And the golf real estate pros, Gene Walsh and Vince Vizzicaro. For your Southwest Florida real estate needs, check them out at suncoastdreams.com. Now here's your host, Kevin Walsh. Hey, welcome to the program. We got another good one for you. Um, it is our first international guest, Nelson Oh, is our guest uh, from China, now lives in the Orlando area, and he has an incredible story. Um, and he's going to do some name dropping about people that he used to ride to the golf course in the van with. And that's that's really cool. Hey, before we get into the details of things, um, I just want to remind everybody, do me a favor right now. Would you just press the like button on this and also subscribe? We have a business update because we're closing in on some important numbers. If you remember back at the very beginning, I told you the whole goal of this podcast, it's party time. The name change from it's party time chasing on the West Florida golf tour. Then we've renamed ourselves. It's party time. My golf story was to be more inclusive with people and to try and grow an audience and to have more additional guests. And, and that's what we've done. We've grown exponentially and Part of that growth and why we need your continued support by subscribing and liking this, there are certain magic numbers that ultimately we can reach and we can get paid. All right. That's the bottom line. A lot you probably hear on other podcasts, hosts saying like us and subscribe, but they never tell you really the reason behind it. But we're going to get into the reasons behind that. And we're going to do that by bringing Andrew McCabe on board. Andrew, um, so tell me, tell me this. Hey, um, Kevin. What's going on? Where are you? you I'm like outside in the I'm outside in the the patio. It's it's freaking cold out here. It's like 45 degrees right now out in in Benita Springs. Well, hey, listen, it's an El Nino winter. What do you want here? I mean, it's, well, it's better not, than we're Boston. Not in Boston. We're not in Boston, so that's better. So I'm no complaints here. Exactly. All right. So let, let's no talk complaints. a little. Let's talk a little bit of business here like how many um how many views have we had how many subscribers do we have and watch hours and why does it matter so since like we only started like a month and a half ago and we thought we were going to get like i know 50 views we've already got eighty five thousand in the last month and a half that's pretty good very good and that's getting us on the way to getting monetized and we have about four or five hundred watch hours so watch hours we need to get three thousand once we get three thousand we get monetized and then you know it just gets better we're gonna hire all types of jugglers and all types of cool people coming in here no i'm just kidding but we're just trying to do our best and you know because we're trying to provide a great product for everybody and that's what it's all about yeah, that that's uh, and, and the reason I wanted to bring you on board is first of all I wanted to reintroduce you to everybody because you were the host a couple of episodes back where we turned the tables. <laughs> you did a good job, by the way. That and, was okay. It was pretty good. Well, you continue to be like our number one guest. Are you like? Yeah. Uh, are you ginning up? What's I mean? Just just uh, level. No how, how the no, hell? No, 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 I'm I'm just actually somebody last night I was at a golf tournament, which we happened to win. And someone said, are you someone famous? No lie. I said, I don't know. That's what happened. Is that one of our viewers? That's one of our 85,000. It could have been. It could have been. 
It could have been. All right, don't, don't let know. it go to your head. You, you're doing <laughs> you're doing a great it's job with. <laughs> <laughs> I was Just blessed that, with a big head. Get that bloody Mary going, will you? I mean, it's I'm gonna, gonna, oh, I got, I got, I got to have an update on that after if you want, but it's coming okay. soon, real soon. Right. Okay, sounds good. Hey, st- stick stick around in case I need you. All right. Okay, that, that's Andrew McCabe. Andrew is uh, is the founder of Party Drinks. Big thanks to him, and uh, thanks to everybody at Party. If you're looking for an on the course alternative to beer and the tired seltzers that everybody's pretending tastes good, Party is the drink for you. For a list of the places where you can get it, uh, check us out online at drinkparty.com. I can tell you, Marcus and Walla, one of our newest customers, is selling a ton of the stuff. And a big thanks to Spearfish Grill in uh, Siesta Key and also Crescent Beach Market. Uh, check them out when you're uh, before you go to the beach, load up on some of the stuff and uh, and I think you'll have a great time for that. And also a big thanks to our real estate pros, Gene Walsh and Vince Vizicaro. Check them out suncoastdreams.com or you can uh, you can call them at uh, 941. Here, it's scrolling across the bottom here. It's uh, 941-220- 4,000. All right. That's the number of the call. If you are looking to buy a home uh, on a on a golf course or in a golf community, or you already live in a place like that and you want to cash out because a lot of people are trying to get in, they are the people to uh, take care of you. All right. So let's, let's bring Nelson O on this. We had to take care of some housekeeping stuff, Nelson. You've been waiting patiently in the green room. I appreciate that. How you doing, man? Welcome to the program. How is life? Where are you joining us from? Yeah, life has been good, man. Uh, I, I've been living in the Orlando area for the last six years now, and uh, this is where I'm at. So your journey started uh, many years ago. You're from China. Where exactly? And tell me about your hometown and and maybe your neighborhood specifically. Well, um, I'm from Guangzhou, China. And um, I would say that's one of the first places in China where we have the junior golf program going, really. And um, I, I think I am, I like to consider myself one of the first, like, class of junior golfer that came out of China. You're in that class, and there are some other famous people that were in that class as well. Tell me about riding in the van, going to golf practice with Shen Shen Fang and uh and and who else was on board? Shen Shen just retired recently, but but another right. well known Chinese golfer. Tell me about that experience. And and Xu Yulin. That's right. Yeah. Um it's actually actually pretty funny because like when we first started we, we didn't exactly have the resources to, you know, like accommodate all the uh, all the junior golfers that we got uh, which we didn't have a lot at the time to be honest um we would go to this like little dinky golf course that only has nine holes as a public golf course um every weekend so we can hopefully get out and play some right so um but the thing is we we would need to go out there before the public uh, players come in and, and play the golf course. So we were right at the golf course, probably at around like five thirty, six AM in the morning. And uh, most of the time it's still dark out. Um, so what Shen Shen's dad would do was that he would turn the blinkers on 
facing the putting green. So that's usually how we will warm up in the morning before we go out and play the nine hole twice, which counts for an 18 hole. Wow. So you're getting to the golf course at that early hour. What time are you waking up to get yourself dressed and groomed? So your day starting exceptionally early. Yes. Uh, yes, I, I, I would say so because, um, I remember my mom would probably usually, uh, wake me up on a Friday, Saturday morning around, you know, like 4.30 just so we can catch the van and we can all go to the golf course together. So Shen Chen's dad is, is driving the van. He rolls up. What's going on inside the van? Are you guys listening to tunes? Are people sleeping? Give me an idea. I want to know what it was like if, if I happened to get in that van and just listen quietly or observe. What am I seeing? What am I hearing? I think it was like kind of like 50-50. I think 50% of the kids were kind of trying to catch up on some sleep. And the other 50% of the kids were trying to ruin their sleep. That's basically uh, what the van was like in the morning. You know, uh, you got some kids in the back trying to, you know, just catch up on some sleep. And the kids in the front is just straight up screaming. It's just you're goofing on each other. It, it's a fun. Oh, yeah. You're, you're being teenagers. You're having a good time. Absolutely. Is this driving we're, Shen we're, Chen's dad crazy as he's trying to safely get you to the golf course? Uh, I'm sure he's had uh, a fair share of, uh, you, you know, hard times dealing with us. We were all about you know, ranging from six to 13 years old. So uh, I can imagine it's going to be a little difficult for him to handle all of us alone. So how did you get to that point? Like where, where do you decide or does somebody decide for you? I want to play golf. Take me back to that point. So um, when I was about um, four to five years old, my dad actually got a job at a local driving range as a manager. So um, he got me a set of plastic clubs, like uh, I believe just like everybody else that started when they were kids, um, started hitting off the driving range. And I, I believe I didn't really get a chance to get out on the golf course until I was about six to seven years old. Now, when you got out there, did you love it immediately or... Did it take some time? Were you a natural? Did you suck? What What was it? Um, let's just say that I, I my first nine hole, I believe I shot exactly 72. And uh, I am pretty sure I have a few holes that was over double digits. So I wasn't exactly the most talented kid to start out with. But I have to say, that um the challenge part of it was that like it was that one thing that keeps me coming back because i was like it, it you know golf is one of those things that seems easy to do and then when you actually get to do it you're like huh this is a little harder than i think so i think that was one part of that that keeps me coming back because i like uh, internally i was just like there's no way that i can't conquer this thing so you like the challenge. It, it, it's it's almost like Robert Frost, the road not taken. You took the road less traveled by. 
and it made all the difference, or you're hoping it's going to make a difference. Um, how quickly did you feel like you started turning the corner and you're like, I'm now I'm making very obvious progress and I think I can get to a point where I can be good. Um, I've definitely been one of those kids where uh, I didn't really get very good until I was around, I'd say probably around 13 years old. Um, I, I I was playing a lot of sports growing up and golf wasn't necessarily my first choice until about about when I was 12, 13 years old. And uh, when I started to realize, I was like, hey, um, I, I, I played the sports long enough and I, believe it or not, I'm actually starting to get pretty good at it. And that's when I really decided I'm going to take it seriously. Well, you, you had a big win in 2014. You won the Chinese Junior National Championship in your age group. What did that do to change your life? Um, that's actually pretty funny because like prior to that tournament, I was actually playing absolutely horrible. And uh, by the time I got to that tournament, I I can say that I was having very minimal expectation of myself. And uh, funny enough, I I just pulled off the biggest win uh, to that point in my career. And I was like, huh, this is funny. I think I'm actually playing better under pressure. So that's when I decided I was like, hey, you know what? You might really like this um, playing under pressure thing. You can actually might make this work. And see, that's interesting because I, for a lot of people playing under pressure, they they fold. They struggle with it. But but you like it? You like kind of the nervous feeling? It, I mean, is it like a drug to you? You want more of it? I, I definitely agree with that because um, I am not going to like sit here and say that like I, I always outperform myself under pressure. But one thing I can say for certain is that like I love that feeling. I, I crave that. And um, so far, I haven't found anything else that I can do in life that can match that. So that's I, what, why I decided I keep doing what I do. I get it. I get it. That's that's you're chasing the high. You're chasing the dream. The chase is well, it's almost like love uh, in, in some ways. The chase is mm-hmm. and, and then you want the payoff. But I, I get it. So so you won the national championship and that created an opportunity. You're off to America, uh, but you're off to South Carolina. Now, for a kid that's born and raised in China. What's your first impression of South Carolina when you get there? Uh, it's funny because uh, Guangzhou is actually quite a big city. Um, so I, I grew up riding the subway. Uh, I grew up like, uh, you know, like riding the bus to school. And by the time I got to South Carolina, Hillhead, South Carolina, to be exact, that like it's a, it's a pretty country place. You know, like we... We, we were all like all the kids are together riding the van to school and like there's not, not necessarily any like public transportation or anything like that. So uh, it was quite a change for me. How was your English when you got to America? Um, put it bluntly, I can ask for direction. I can uh, probably ask uh, ask for anything out of necessity, but I can definitely not hold a conversation. 
So it, it was a struggle early on. I mean, were there were there ever times where you wanted to come home because it was it was difficult learning a new language and just really a different culture? See, uh, to me personally, I, I I take every everything that happened early on as a challenge. I, I think it was fun, it was new, and it was exciting. So to me, just because I wasn't good at you know per se speaking English. Um, it, it didn't really make me want to go home. It, it more so made me want to, you know, conquer this thing. I wanted to fit in. I want to have a bunch of friends. And I, I just want to be one of the kids that, that's playing golf in a golf cat. Man, you got guts, bro. You, you really, uh, you really like the challenge in, in life. Uh, I, I admire you for that. But uh, so, so you're building your golf game, you're you're building a language, you're assimilating in in every way shape and form and off you go to college. Where where did you go and what was that college experience like because I don't think it turned out quite how you thought it would be. Well, uh I got a scholarship playing for Weber National University in Lake Wells, Florida. So uh I, I I didn't necessarily necessarily had the best grade in class per se, and um, um, the type of person I am, I tend to like to get in trouble a little bit here and there. Yeah. Um, so after the first year of college, I unfortunately got in a little bit of trouble with the law enforcement and. Um, <laughs> But this Several wasn't a time. Yeah, go ahead. You know? Keep going. Yeah, just tell it. Yeah. Serve a little bit of time. And uh, I, at that point, I was really having to decide like what I really want to do with my life, you know? Mm-hmm. But the trouble wasn't, it, it wasn't like criminal stuff. Like most people would think of it. It was just college, like partying related stuff. Is, am I right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, I mean, they, <laughs> they they were trying to bring on criminal charges, but um, uh, it, 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 at the end of the day, it really was just me trying to, you know, drink a few beers in college and try to act cool with with people around me. And you got busted for it. Well, man, I'm guilty of that. I mean, I'll admit that right now. And I, I have plenty of company. Doesn't doesn't yeah. make you a bad guy. You know what that that makes you one of the boys. I mean, so if that was part of the effort, I I think you succeeded in that. All right, water under the bridge. Um, but yeah. it also accelerated what was the bigger dream for you to to turn pro. So you left school and you turned pro at what age and and where were you at that point? How how does one start his pro career other than saying I'm a professional now. Well, actually funny enough, that's actually exactly what I did. Um, when I was about 21 years old, um, at the time I was, I really had to figure out what I really want to do in life. Do I really want to stay in school and pursue a career other than playing professional golf or do I want to like, you know, keep chasing this thing. And, uh, and, and, and you know, um, in a really true Nelson O fashion, I guess I decided to pick the harder route, and I decided I wanted to go professional. Um, right after I won the uh, Orlando City Amateur Championship, 
And I was like, you know what? This is what I want to do. And this is what I want to do for the foreseeable future. So right then and there, I made myself a pro and I started playing on a mini tour. Well, I hope it works out for you, pal. Um, you have a burn, like just the way you express it and what you've been through. The the, chip o- the trip over to America, assimilating in the Deep South, uh, the disappointments of stuff getting married and saying, and just your desire to chase the high, to to somehow enjoy being uncomfortable under pressure is is a special gift. And, and I hope it works out for you. All right? Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think that's one of the main thing for me is that I, 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 I keep catching myself really enjoying the uncomfortable situation. Even though they're very uncomfortable, I, I I tend to keep going back to them. So I I think that's that that's why I still do what I do. Courage, love it, and and I know more people wish they had your courage to keep doing whatever they're doing, be it in golf or something else. Nelson, wish you all the best. All right, uh, just, just just stick around for a little bit. I got to take care of a couple uh, clo- closing announcements, but uh, really appreciate your time and you being on the program. All right, bud, let's keep in touch. Yeah, sound sir. good. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Nelson O has been our guest here on Party. Uh, Big thanks to our title sponsors. First of all, Party Drinks. If you're looking for a place where you can uh, purchase them, uh, it's a long list. I can't go through them all, but Moccasin Walla, I want to give a big thanks to because that's one of our newest clients. But for a list of where you can purchase it, uh, check us out online at drinkparty.com. And also a big thanks to the real estate professionals. If your dream is to live on a golf course or in a golf uh, uh, resort-themed community, then Vince Vizicaro and Gene Walsh, they're absolutely the people for you. They will take good care of you. Um, and if you're looking to sell a home in a place like that, remember, a lot of people want to go to Florida and they're paying top dollar. Gene and Vince can take care of you. Um, you can get in touch with them by checking out suncoastdreams.com or call 941 220 4,000. For Nelson O and Andrew McCabe, who had a brief uh, appearance in, I thank you for listening to and watching this edition of It's Party Time, my golf story. We'll see you again soon. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to It's Party Time, my golf story, brought to you by Party Drinks. Classically designed golf drinks for golfers by golfers and the golf real estate pros Gene Walsh and Vince Vizicaro. For your Southwest Florida real estate needs, check them out at suncoastdreams.com or call 941-220-4000. This is Vince Fizzicaro and Gene Walsh with the SuncoastDreams.com real estate team at Fine Properties. We've helped hundreds of families find their dream homes in golf and resort communities in Lakewood Ranch, Bradenton, Sarasota, Parrish, Venice, and the surrounding areas. Let us be your guides to finding your dream home here as well. Learn more at SuncoastDreams.com or call us at 941-220-4000.